Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balsarak, with A4 Wealth Advisors and my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing this morning up there? I am doing great. Uh, good to be here with you, John. Thanks for having me on the show. I've had a great week, and I, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm ready for... you got Super Bowl fever up there in Minnesota uh, here. you got all that yeah. electrifying activity up there. Yeah, and it's it's cold and snowy for the, for all our guests too. But yeah, Super Bowl fever here in Minneapolis, and uh, coming to you live. At least they'll be indoors for the game, though, right? The, the game will be indoors. That will be nice, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the stadium, the brand new U.S. Bank Stadium, is state of the art. They say it's the best in the league right now. So, yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful and uh, in indoors, temp regulated. You can wear t-shirts and shorts in there. So. No, it's awesome. No worries there. So what's the what's the under over in Vegas right now? Is it the Patriots up by five? I well, think I'm not a gambling man, but I do owe you ten dollars. <laughs> we know. I'm going to keep reminding you of that. You know that interest started. Oh, um, it's a it's a ouch. per diem rate. Got I, I charge a little under what Bank of America charges. It's thirty two point nine nine percent. Got to cover the vig paid. and the interest. And <laughs> sure, sure, all that. But anyway, all, all kidding aside, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for an Eagles win. I'm not an Eagles fan, but no. the Patriots have just won so many times. Yeah. Let somebody else win. I'm in agreement, 100 percent with you. So, yep. And with football, we're going to move over to our topic today, which is running with the bulls and investing when the market is up. And for those listening out there, we've had a nine-year bull market. Uh, they say it's the, the longest winning uh, bull market since World War II. And, uh, you know, it keeps going higher and higher. And, you know, you have a lot of people out there that are worried. They say, you know, I've had money on the sidelines. I, I came out in 2014. I've got some people say, John, I've been out since 08. And if you've been out since that long, you've just missed one heck of a bull market. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know, and that's why we tell people it's time in the market, not timing the market. Mm-hmm. And if you have enough balance of safe money in yellow or money in the market, then you can afford to stay invested. But, you know, we've had a lot of uh, prospective clients ask us, you know, John, man, when's this thing going to stop? And, you know, stocks aren't cheap, which they're not. And, you know, the, the price to earnings ratio is definitely way, way higher than it typically is. So what should we do? And, uh, you know, I think that this is a great topic today. We're going to talk about it. And I know that according to Investopedia, if anybody hasn't used that resource, it's a great resource to use. Oh, yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know what a bull market is, a bull market is when the market is up and continues to go up and is doing well, as opposed to a bear market, which you know the, the opposite occurs where the market's going down and the trend is down and stays down. You know, we've had an upward trend really since March of 2009. Uh, you know, if you've been invested since then, many people have tripled their money. Some have done even better than that. 
And that's why I always make a strong case for stocks. Now, that aside, for those of you that are retiring or retiring soon, there's also a huge need for safe money. And you want to make sure that you're mitigating risk along the way. Perhaps you're taking some profits. And, uh, you know, running with the Bulls, we're not talking about what they do over there. Is it Barcelona where they run with the Bulls? Yeah, I think so. Somewhere in Spain. I can see you now, Tony, running for your life. (laughs) I just got that picture in my head. Yeah, I can't. I can't even fathom it. Yeah, I know some people that do it. Um, But listen, the market has a lot of variables to it. And, you know, there's a lot of things dictating it. You know, we've got a lot of things happening in our country. I mean, politics has been crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, foreign policy. We've got some other countries that don't want to behave the right way. We won't tell you who they are. But if you watch the news, you know who they are. Uh, There's a battle out there for natural resources around the globe. Of course, we continue to have natural disasters. And I think that's always happened since the beginning of time. But, you know, now that with the news, we hear about every single one. Um, how about the quality of earnings that are out there? Interest rates potentially going up uh, maybe two or three, maybe even four times in 2018. Mm-hmm. We do have also extreme consumer optimism. Uh, businesses feel good about the new tax plan. So that's a positive. But, you know, all these things combined tell us, you know, which, which way should we go? So, Tony, I want you to answer that question in, in all of its facets. I'm going to hand it over to you today. So uh, what's the question you want me to answer? <laughs> With all these different things going on, what do you think most investors should do? Should they keep investing? Should they stay the core? Should they profit take? Well, I think at some point, I, I mean, I would, I, I think that it, most people end up um, buying high and selling low. But since we're at record highs at some point, I would think you want to realize some of that profit. Of course, it depends on what age you are, doesn't it? If I'm young, uh, Great point. Wait, if, See, Tony, you could be you could go from radio to financial <laughs> advising. But it's only because I've heard you say it. I mean, if you're young, you could let That's it right. ride. But if you're near anywhere near retirement, you know, five, six years out, you got to start pulling money out of that well it's up and maybe putting it into some uh, safer options, right? I think that's a very prudent plan. Yeah. So if you're five to 10 years away, we call that the retirement red zone, right? Right. If you're 10 yards from the goal line, since we like football so much on this show, that's the retirement, uh, that's the red zone in football. We call it the retirement red zone. So if you're 10 years out, you definitely want to start looking at maybe uh, profit taking and rebalancing your portfolio and maybe selling some of the growth stocks or the winners of last year. Growth had a phenomenal year last year, so did technology. And maybe buying some things that aren't as sexy, maybe some value stocks, maybe some high dividend paying value stocks. Um, you know, maybe even get into some bonds if uh, you think we're going to get a big pullback here because we can always buy the pullback. And if we're in bonds, we're not going to experience as much of the downturn. So I think it's always prudent to rebalance your portfolio when appropriate. But yes, if you're up and you're closer to retiring, that means you're going to stop earning a paycheck and your portfolio is going to turn into a paycheck. I think that safer positions is a much more prudent decision. So that's a great answer, Tony. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, uh, I'm glad I got that one right. You kind of put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> but obviously, you know, we want to tweak our investments maybe uh, when now might be a good time. But we're really in an economic uh, upswing here, aren't we? I mean, with the new tax laws and our economy seems to be doing a bit better. Um you know, it's probably risky to not be invested in stocks. Yeah. I mean, you need to be invested for the long term. I see so many people that try to time the market. 
and they try to take their money out and then put it back in. The market timers, in my opinion, they're going to get out too soon, and then when it's time to get back in, they're going to get back in too late. And if you miss five to seven of the best trading days, you've missed the mark. Yep. So a lot of Americans out there, they enjoy looking at their 401k. Maybe their 401k is an 802k. They've doubled it. <laughs> um, so since many retirement plans are driven by the market, I think that uh, there's a lot of reasons retirees want to review their portfolio. Now is a great time for a portfolio review. And if your advisor is not calling you to do a risk assessment right now today, and do a portfolio review, you want to find a proactive advisor, uh, you can give our office a call anytime, toll free at 855-260-7361, 855-260-7361, and do a portfolio review. Um, you know, according to CNBC, uh, you know, we are currently, as it says, but this is another another uh, blurb here from CNBC, that we are in the second longest bull market run ever since the stock market opened in 1817. Yikes. So while it was World War II, wow. now CNBC has updated that. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good time to review your portfolio. And then also review your risk assessments and when you're going to need the money. If you are building money for legacy and you've got, you know, you're, say, 50 years old and you can let it ride for 25 or 30 more years, I wouldn't worry about it that much. But if you're going to turn that money into income or you have to pay for a wedding next year, you know, that's a good time to maybe, uh, you know, take those profits off the table and be prudent with your investment. Yeah, exactly. So you, like you said, it might be risky to not be invested in stocks. Um, I've heard the term melt up used uh, with this kind of scenario. What does that mean? Melt up. Well, a melt up is a dramatic uptick in investment performance driven by a mad dash of investors who don't want to miss out on this rise, this recent rise, you know, versus fundamental improvements in the economy. In other words, they're they're trying to get in last minute. You know, it's kind of like the the law of scarcity. They think that they're like they're going to miss the mark, so they're all putting their money in here last minute. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, whenever you see like you know the retail money coming in last, and a lot of it, and like the hedge fund money maybe getting into bonds right now, even though bonds are going to be flat to negative. That, that's like a telltale sign that, hey, we, we could be getting into big correction territory. I don't think we're going to have a 40% correction like we did in 08, but we could have 10 to 20. I really think we could. Um, I'm not a naysayer. I'm not negative, and I'm bullish on stocks. But look, I mean, the, the markets are going up 1,000 points a clip. I mean, you turn your head, and it's up another 1,000 points. So when that typically happens, it's I don't want to say it's the, the uneducated money getting in last, but... Um, it just seems that they're not looking at fundamental analysis and, you know, money keeps going in there. Right. So, you know, those gains are created largely, you know, by unrealistic expectations. And, you know, we always want to give our clients realistic expectations, but, you know, you have to be careful. You know, now's the time to be careful. Now's the time to do a new risk analysis. Now's the time to rebalance. Um, and, you know, these are all the things that we want our clients to learn. And again, we do believe in stocks for the long term because that's one of the best ways to build wealth over time. But maybe some people out there are going to retire next year, Tony, and they have 100% of their money in, in equities. Well, you know, don't be the person in 07 who had 100% in equities and in 2008 lost 45% and then had to go back to work. You know, you do not want that to happen to you. 
So make sure that you're not letting, you know, irrationality or a near term melt up, like you were saying, um, you know, make you feel like you need to be getting in right now. You know, make sure that you meet with an expert, maybe somebody who has a fiduciary responsibility to act in your best interest and assess your specific situation and see what exactly you should do and give you a realistic uh, profile and a real ex- realistic expectation of where stocks are at now, where they will be. So if you don't have that, give us a call toll free anytime at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. Well, and yeah, I think you make a great point. And I hope our listeners do call. I'm sure they have some questions after hearing about this. Unfortunately, we have to take a quick break right now. But John, before we do uh, what do you have for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of things out there. You know, we, we have our book, Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, A Roadmap for Financial Independence. And for listeners that call in that get a second opinion analysis done, we give you a free copy of the book. It's a great resource. And, you know, our Morningstar reports and our PAR analysis is, is complimentary. We don't charge for that. And, you know, our philosophy is, Tony, if we can't add substantial value to your bottom line, that we're not going to ask for your business. But you do get a lot of complimentary um, things that go along with it where you, there's there's no need to make a decision um, to get all this. So give us a call toll-free at 855-260-7361. Losing a spouse can be devastating. When it occurs, there's a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. The last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. At A4 Wealth Advisors, we focus on helping women and making life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top Six Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at A4 Wealth Advisors and we'll be happy to send you a free copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help but make it a lot simpler. Visit us today at a4wealth.com. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is John Balserac from A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, great show called Running with the Bulls and talking about investing when the market is up and our current situation. It's a very timely topic and what to do when the market's doing well, like it is now, tweaking our investments, uh, whether or not it's risky to abstain from the market. Do we need to pull any money out of the market? And you also covered exactly what a melt is, uh, uh, a melt up is. And so that's important. Now, what's the next topic you want to talk about today? No, I'd like to talk a little bit more about some factors that we look for uh, that might derail a bull market. You know, believe it or not, the market can't continue to sizzle with growth forever. You know, markets go in cycles. And, you know, I don't look at bear markets or sell-offs as a bad thing. I look at them as buying opportunities, you know. So we've had trillions of dollars on the sidelines. And a lot of them have been waiting for the big pullback to get in. So if we do get a pullback, 10 20%, it may be very short-lived. That's a positive if you're a long-term investor, not a day trader. So just understand that. But the Federal Reserve has a lot to do with rates and the landscape of buying and selling of commodities. And interest rates are supposed to rise this year. They said maybe two, up to, uh, anywhere from two up to four increases and they're probably going to be you know maybe 25 basis points a piece so let's say worst case scenario we got four that's one percent we might likely only get two you know but somewhere in that range tony and we like to think that the fed and central banks when they raise rate that can kill a bull market right 
because because it costs more to to lend money or borrow money, I should say, and things are more expensive. So when that happens, uh, that can obviously cut into profits, and then that can make a bull market turn into a bear market. So I think if the Fed continues to to raise rates, uh, that could suffocate the bull market that we've had. Uh, we also have technical and economic factors that can change the directions of the markets for a number of reasons. Uh, we already talked about interest rates. You know, they're probably going to be going higher. Uh, China, they think right now, is going through some major economic changes, which, you know, that may slow down their economy. Uh, you know, we see this whole Bitcoin thing, which many don't understand. Uh, you know, that went from, what, 20000 down to 10000 So that selling could bleed into other markets. And, you know, other, the, the main thing that really drives stock prices is earnings, right? I mean, if earnings go down, uh, that will also cause uh, the market to go down with it. Now, a lot of people say, you know what, GDP, if it stays above 3%, and with these tax cuts going into place, a lot of people feel very bullish long term. So maybe we get a temporary pullback in the market, which maybe is a healthy thing, uh, but long term, you know, we do think that the markets will be fairly bullish overall. Yeah, I, I would think so. So uh, these are some great tips. Uh, what else do we need to know, John? Well, um, number one, I would uh, stay diversified. You know, it's okay to go into bonds as a dampener, you know, because yeah. while bonds may be flat to negative, you know, no one wants to put a boat anchor on their portfolio. Yeah. But if you've made a ton of money in stocks, don't be greedy. You know, we say that pigs get slaughtered. Yeah. If you're a piggy, you can get slaughtered in the market. Yep. So maybe it's, maybe it's time to, to, to go back. Now, we, we use a lot of alternative investments um, that have a very low beta, but are making, you know, four, five, six, seven percent rates of return in yield that have no correlation to the stock market. You know, so we're putting money there instead of bonds. And using that, if we get a pullback, to go back into stocks. But staying diversified is important. Maybe look at some other alternative investments that don't invest in equities, you know, whether it be real estate or BDCs. Um, you know, we have stuff that invest in solar and energy. You know, if the sun shines, you get paid. Um, so look at different things like that. Uh, the next thing I would say, Tony, is do, don't be greedy. Uh, you know, pigs get slaughtered. Uh, take props off the, the table where appropriate. Um, number three is don't fall in love. Uh, don't fall in love means, you know, if you, you know, some people come in that and they've inherited like stock. Advice. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about another person. Oh, I'm talking okay. about, sure. I'm talking about don't fall in love with a stock or a holding that you have. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, you know, cause I see people come in Well, my grandfather gave me the stock and Hey, you know, GE, when he bought it versus GE today are two totally different companies. So don't fall in love with the company because the company that why the person who gave it to you or had it before or when you bought it originally may be a totally different separate uh, so, you know, uh, position today where you maybe want to sell it. So don't get overly um, involved or dependent or in love with the stock. Uh, number four is keep your eyes on geopolitical happenings. You know, I, I wouldn't say get too caught up with this because some people invest everything based on CNN or Fox News. And if you do that, um, you're going to be in trouble. You know, um, I try never to let politics dictate my investing. Because uh, if you did that, you know, all news is biased, all news. And it's just ridiculous. You would think the whole world's coming to an end every day. But you do need to keep an eye on that. You know, look at, um, you know, where things are at as far as the, the commodity markets, the oil markets. 
um, and just make sure that you know you know there's some there's stability around the world. And then number one is you know do, don't be afraid to take profits. Um, if it's if the, if your account has been up significantly, if you made thirty percent last year, you're allowed to take a profit. You know, every once in a while, I go to Vegas. My wife and I will go out there, and you know, I may gamble only five hundred dollars, but if I get to a thousand, I walk away. That's a hundred percent. You know, and if I lose, maybe if I get on a two fifty, I walk away. So I have an up, I have an upward exit strategy and a downward exit strategy. The same thing should apply to your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are, that's great advice. And obviously we want to take a profit. So I, I've heard a lot of chatter out there. We hear a lot right now about tax reform, the new tax laws. Can you go into maybe a little bit of detail for us, John, on how this will play a role in the markets? I mean, I know this is a hot topic right now. It absolutely is. You know, the bull market goes beyond simply the new tax laws. Uh, they're better being put into place. Um, and of course, January 1st of 2018, uh, the, the new tax roll, uh, you know, new tax law is in effect. Um, so I think that 2017 was a great year. A lot of people made a lot of money in the market, but it really ramped up in September, in my opinion, when tax reform was on the table. And then once it got approved, it got ramped up again. I mean, think about it. If you are paying, if you're a corporation, and you go from 20 or 35 to 21 percent, Tony. That's pretty significant, wouldn't you say? I mean, that's a, that's a big difference. For companies that are making, you know, billions and billions of dollars, uh, that to me is a very bullish thing. You know, even if you are you know, Republican, Democrat, or independent, paying less taxes is good. I don't care who you are. If you, if you don't think so, you can go ahead and pay more. Uh, the next thing, you know, the rollback of regulatory overreach. When companies are spending 15 to 30% of their top line revenue just to handle compliance, I'll tell you what happens is the end user, the consumer, winds up paying for that. So when you can remove that, and I'm not saying I don't have any regulation, that'd be crazy, but to have so much regulation to where you can't operate, I think that taking a lot of that away is a good thing. It allows markets to open up. It allows American companies to compete internationally. Very bullish. Um, and I think that the healthier the U.S. becomes, then the world becomes more healthy, right? Where there's still the world's reserve currency. And the better we do, you know, we can import and export with other countries, the better they do. So I think the other thing is durable goods. That's machinery and equipment and raw materials. Those orders have been on the rise since November of 2017. That is a huge sign that people feel good and that they're going to invest in their companies. They're buying more things to make their companies grow. You know, when you're in a bear market, you see those durable good orders go down significantly because they're just trying to cut costs to make the bottom line. Now we see it the other way around. So in my opinion, I'm bullish long-term, Tony, but that that does not mean don't be crazy about it. Don't, don't be stupid about it. If you've made a lot of money and you're close to retirement, think about repositioning and rebalancing into safer positions. Maybe some clients out there want to look at safe money options. You know, we've, we've got safe money fixed index annuities that have, have had phenomenal years the last couple of years. You know, they're not going to do as well as the, the equity markets, but to protect the downside and make a reasonable rate of return, I think that's a great thing versus putting it in cash and earning zero. So uh, don't sit it out either on the sidelines. And depending on your risk tolerance and how much money you have in your portfolio, uh, this bull market could make retirement a lot more comfortable, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that when the markets go up and um, like I said, if GDP can continue to stay above where, you know, in the last you know eight years, GDP stayed stagnant, you know, 1%, even though the market went up in that time. If we can get GDP in the 3 to 4% range and keep it there, then this market could continue to grow. And I do think that paying less taxes for corporations is a good thing. And, you know, and if you're under $80,000, you should be paying less individual income tax. That means consumers are going to spend more. Companies are going to continue to, to drive earnings. And I think a lot of companies are going to buy back their own stock when they bring, bring money back to the United States. They're going to increase their dividends. And they're going to create jobs. You know, Now, that does not mean if PEs get real high that there could be a sell-off because there probably will be. But you know, we don't invest money for the day. We don't day trade. We invest for the future. And we like to hold you know, these positions 5, 10, 15 years. And over the long term, in stocks, you'll do very, very well. So what if you haven't invested yet? You know, What's a good way to, to look at it now, Tony? Well, we need to know that number one, prices are higher, and we need to look at where you know how long you're personally going to be invested. Yeah. And maybe we dollar cost average in. Um, you know, maybe we look at uh, some pos- um, positions that have been undervalued. You know, the undervalued positions that that have more runway. Maybe we look to the international markets, which typically lag U.S. markets. You know, I always tell people there's a bull market somewhere. So we want to look at all those different things and then, again, design a custom portfolio just for you. But, you know, being all in cash or all invested, that to me is a losing person's game. Um, There are safe money investments you can make out there that are safe and guaranteed. And there's equity markets that have risk. And I think having a combination of both for the right reasons is a better way to go about it. You know, one of the big risks out there, Tony, we talk about before is the sequence of returns risk. And that just means, let's suppose you're going to retire this year, but this year we get a 20% pullback in the market. Well, if you're in all equities and we have a 20% pullback and it doesn't bounce back right away, you may have to sell securities at a loss to make up for your income gap. And does that make sense? No. No, it doesn't because you're selling at a loss. But if you have some safe money instruments over here to the right that are not going to experience any losses in an equity market pullback, pull money out of the green money bucket, the safe money bucket, and let the yellow money, the managed money, correct itself. Let it recover. So I think that having a mixed bag of safe money, which is we call that green money here at A4, and yellow money, that's actively managed stock accounts, that is a really good allocation for a lot of people out there. But you know what? We don't know if it's going to be best for you unless you come and sit down with us. So give us a call toll-free at 855-260-7361 and let's determine the best asset allocation and plan for you and your family. Well, and I think that's really important. And this has been a great discussion, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today, John? Um, you know, I think that because unemployment's been so low that, um, you know, people have asked me also about the dollar weakening, you know, that all, that could also be attractive because our goods and services become cheaper for, for the world economy. And I just think that, um, you know, when you're, when you're building a portfolio, look long term, but for those that are retiring or retiring soon, you know, implement some safe money strategies and look at reassessing your risk today. And again, if you have some winners, you know, maybe we sell those off right now and put them into some more safe positions. And I think that, you know, if asset, especially if asset preservation is a goal, 
you know, what can I do right now to preserve my assets or protect all the earnings that I've made if you've been in the market? So that's a good position to be in right now. But again, we're not going to know until we do a detailed strategic assessment specifically on you. You know, on the radio show, we can really talk in generalities uh, from a macro or 30,000 foot view. But to get in the weeds and to look at the micro part of what we can do for you as an individual, you have to come in and see us. So give us a call, toll free, 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. Or go to our website at www.a4wealth.com. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.